Friends podcast. Come on, let's do this. Today, <laughs> let's do this. That's a Venice thing. Uh, today, we're going to actually talk about building yourself up, okay? And, okay, before we start, I'm doing, because I don't want to forget this, I am teaching my next online course on overcome overwhelm. If you struggle with any form of overwhelm, this course is for you. It's going to be online. Um, I love everything about it. I love the layout. I love the price. I love the time. I love it all. And this conversation I am very like passionate about because as I was preparing a month ago for this work that I'm, I'm doing with everyone, I really got that you only have one life. <laughs> we only have one life. And I believe that you deserve to be free from overwhelm. And I crafted this course to really give you a simple strategy that you can start using to dismantle overwhelm in your life over time. So I want you to join me. Okay, click the link. If you have to pause, go register right now and then come back to the podcast. Do it, all right? Now, I wanna, as I start this conversation about building yourself up, here's what I want to propose to you. And that is that at the end of the day, the only place where you're gonna find personal power is in being, like owning your life. And for some of us, we don't own our life. We're a victim to other people. We're a victim to our circumstances. We're a victim to our past history. And what's really missing is being responsible. Like this is my life. And at the end of the day, when we talk about owning your life, the person who's responsible for building you up is you, not your husband, not your kids, not your grandkids, not your job. You, you are 100% responsible. You are 100% ownership of building you. And I know the grammar wasn't exactly on, on, accurate on that, and that's okay. You get my point. So I'm going to give you four ways that you can build yourself up. Okay, before I do that, I'm going to give you the seven ways that many people, yeah, as in coaching, I work with a lot of people, right? And these are things that people say and they do and they don't build them up, they tear them down. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share these seven things with you. And if you do these, then I invite you to start interrupting it. Like interrupt yourself. Like, be aware what is coming out of your mouth. What are the thoughts you're thinking? And begin to practice interrupting it. Like, oh, I just did that. Oh, I'm not doing that. Stop. Imagine a big stop sign in your mind when you start thinking certain things or saying certain things because they don't build you up. So here's the first one. The first one is, when you and I overreact. Now, I I have been a master in overreacting. <laughs> and this is one I would say in the past two years that I've really been like dismantling. So 
I, ha I have a real history with this one. So an example of overreacting, and I want you to look for yourself. Do you overreact with things? Oh, everything's horrible. Everything's terrible. This is never gonna work. Oh, it's not gonna work out. I have this dear friend and she kind of overreacts in certain things, right? So sometimes she's like, I'm gonna end up on the streets all alone. And you know, it's really not gonna happen, but that's how her overreaction go, where it goes for her, okay? So look for yourself. Do you overreact? The second is when you take things personal, like, why is this happening to me? And I have that one a lot too. <laughs> like a lot of these I've like really struggled with personally, but these are common when I work with women. So it's like, this is happening to me. Uh, you know, oh, my coworkers, they're so mean to me. They don't like me. They're out to get me. My daughter, she's so mean to me. Taking it really personal. The third is like when you speak very, being very like absolute about it. Like it is this way. Like for instance, a lot of these things that, you know, when, when I work with women, it's about themselves, right? I'm disorganized. I can't get my crap together. Um, I always struggle with this. I'm a procrastinator. I, uh, you know, I put things off. It's absolute, like almost like you're sentencing yourself to how you are. Do you do that? If you do, any of these three, I invite you, I challenge you to start interrupting these because they don't build you up. They don't. They don't build you up, my friend. The next one is when you assume things. When I assume things, we assume things like, oh, well, you know, he doesn't think I'm good enough. She doesn't think I can really do it. They don't think I have what it takes. They really are avoiding me. They don't want to include me. They don't want me to be a part. That per she skipped over me. Oh, she's pointing this out and she's actually talking to me, but she's being general, but really she's talking about me. She's just not saying my name. That's assuming. And if you do that, I invite you to really begin to interrupt it because it doesn't build you up, okay? The next is when you have expectations on yourself or other people. So, you know, what I found like expectation, it can be, it can look like things have to be excellent. I am all about excellence. But really, it could just be like, look, you know, it's supposed to be this way. You know, maybe you have expectations of people in your life, like they should do this thing. It's supposed to be done this way. And then when you're, you don't have your expectations met, you're upset, you're angry, you're frustrated. So do you you know, have expectations on yourself or other people. 
and you speak from that. Next is comparison. You know, oh, well, she does this and I don't, or I'm not good at that like she is, or I love how she, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, the thing is, like, you are you. And I have a thing about comparison. I think there can be a real healthy comparison. You know, like, I've shared this in the past. I, I'm in this, um, like, Facebook Leaders Network, and there's this, there's some people that do similar work that I do, and they're just, like, so successful. And I, I compare, like, what they're doing. I've talked to them to what I do, and I've... I found like I get really good ideas on how I could take what I do to the next level. I've gotten some questions I've had answered by what they've done in their experience, like things I've I encountered that I'm not sure what to do. So in that case, it's a healthy comparison, right? But I'm talking about comparison where it's like, oh, I'm not as good as she is, or oh, you know, like there's something deficient in you, like you're not okay and you're not good. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what I really invite you to look for yourself. Do you do that? Okay? And if you do, I invite you to interrupt that. Because it does not build you up, my friend. It doesn't. The last is regret. If I had done that, it wouldn't be this way. If it had gone gone this other way, or if I had only said something sooner, if I hadn't made that decision, you know, regret. You wanna look for yourself. Some of us have these things and they're very pervasive. They're things we do a lot. So I invite you to look for yourself. Which do you do? I'll actually put them in the episode notes for you, okay? If you want to go back and review them. Now, so these are some things. These are seven specific things that we do that do not build us up. Now, how? what are some simple practices we can do to build ourselves up? Well, the first one is, and I'm, and this is the first one because it really interrupts the, the seven you know, negative things that we say to ourselves that don't, that, that don't build us up. And that's observe the critic in your life. And I'm going to say this a little bit of a different way. I don't like how he said that. Maybe I'll say silence the critic. All of those seven things that I said, overreacting, taking things personal, being absolute like it is this way, assuming expectations, comparisons, regrets. Those are critical. And when you're being that way, you're being a critic. So the first way to build yourself up is to silence your critic. Now, how do I silence it, Venice? Well, how you silence it first is by noticing when is there. Oh, oh, I just overreacted. Okay, stop. I just overreacted. And how you silence it is by saying, oh, well, I'm not doing that. It's learning how to interrupt and say, you know, sometimes I tell myself, thank you for sharing, Venice. I'm not doing that. I'm not thinking on that. I'm not going to continue saying that to myself. So silence the critic. 
The second is to practice creating your gratitude as a practice. See, gratitude, it's, it creates a space when you focus on, and you know, I've done gratitude before people. So here's kind of what they do. They're like, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for my grandkids. I'm grateful for my job. I'm not talking about making a list. I'm talking about practicing being present to what you're grateful for. Like, feel it. I have this way, I don't know how to describe it except this way. It's like, when I'm really experiencing the power of gratitude, my heart feels really full. It's like I just feel full of gratitude and appreciation and wonder like, oh my goodness, it's a miracle even. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a miracle my marriage is like functional and healthy. It's a miracle that I'm, I'm, I don't suffer with fibromyalgia symptoms. It's like, I'm so grateful for the journey I've been on of personal growth. I mean, I'm grateful for the relationship I have with my kids. My kids actually want to be around me. And if you knew the kind of mom I was, that was not probable. I was not the greatest mother. I mean, I was just barely taking care of their physical needs. That's about it. And like the the result of the work I've put into Venice being a better person has the result called my kids actually want to be around me. They, they want my, my grandkids to be around me. They want me to be in their life. It's like I get full of like, wow. Thank you, God. So creating the power of gratitude as a practice, as a lifestyle, where you really take time to be grateful for what you have. And I mean, there's a lot, I'll be grateful for the same things. It doesn't have to be like some grandiose big thing. And there's things I just meditate on over and over that I'm grateful for. And it doesn't get old or boring because I get present to the miracle that it is that I'm still here when I was suicidal, that I didn't give up when it got hard, that even when I screwed up, many times I've screwed up, that I rebounded and got it together and kept moving forward. So that's the second one. The third one that I would say is create an intention. You know, Intention is powerful. If you think about every single thing you've accomplished in your life, you always did it with being intentional. There's something you said you were going to do and you did it every single time. So when we talk about building you up, it's you're doing it purposefully. Because it matters to you. And this takes me into my final point, which is what does building you up look like for you? 
What does it look like? I think one of the biggest things I see working with women is like they say things like, I just want to be more positive. But see, the brain needs specificity. The brain doesn't understand what be more positive looks like. It's too general. So you have to be specific. What does you building you up look like? For me, it looks like I have times where I'm around people that speak into my life. I have friends that speak into my life that encourage me. I have people that will call me into account when I'm not being who I am and they'll love me. It looks like taking time to be in nature because it really, I get very, I'm impacted by being outside. I love the sun. So it's having times where I'm outside and I'm, the sun is like on my skin. It looks like meditating and prayer on a consistent basis. That's what building me looks like. Every year I take something on that expands me. Every year. I ran for Mrs. Texas a few years ago. That was very intentional to expand me. So you know, I've taken leadership courses. I mean, every year I do one thing very purposefully. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to use to build me up. So I've given you four things to really look at for yourself. And look, it's on you. There's no help coming. No one's going to build you up. You are responsible for building you up. So what are you going to do? That's what I want to know. What are you going to do from this conversation? I invite you to sign up for the Overcome Overwhelm course. Do that as one thing to build you up. All right? I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.